the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Cleveland. Nick Phillips with you with another segment of The Advocate. And we're here with... Kathy Lux. And our special guest today is Senator Matt Dolan. Matt, thank you for joining us today. Thanks, Nick. Uh, hi, Kathy. Hi. For having me on. Hey, always good having you on to hear what, what's going on out there. Uh, one of the first things we want to talk about is uh, Issue 1, which is coming up... Uh, in August for elections, and it has to do with the Ohio Constitution. And a lot of people I'm talking to really don't know how to vote on that. Uh, is this the abortion issue, or is it changing the Constitution only, or how do you clearly state what issue one's about and what every voter should know about? Yeah, thanks, Nick. I appreciate that. Because, yeah, every voter should know that this is about the Ohio Constitution and how the Ohio Constitution gets amended. Uh, uh, you know, let, let's start with the U.S. Constitution. It, it is obviously a document that we feel strongly about that lays the guidelines, the principles, the values of what makes our country unique. We've only changed the United States Constitution 27 times because to change the United States Constitution, there has to be two-thirds of the Senate, two-thirds of the uh, House of Representatives to pass an initiative to that would have an amendment. And then that amendment goes out to the entire country where 75% of the states have to ratify that amendment. So obviously it is a very difficult process. That is what we're trying to accomplish here in Ohio is that is to say, look, this constitution should be not as easy as changing a law. Um, so what we're saying is just like the legislators, if we want to change the Constitution, we have to have a 60% threshold in the General Assembly. These initiative petitions from anyone, whether it's an inside group or outside group, the voters of Ohio should decide, yes, this is, this is worthy of a constitutional amendment. And so 60% of, of the state is saying, at least 60% is saying, yes, we want to make this change. So August 8th is just saying that. It is saying if there is a constitutional question brought through a petition form that the citizens of Ohio are voting on, should it be 60% need to vote yes for that constitution to be changed, or should it remain where it is now, 50% plus one? So that's what this is about. A very, very, very few states have what Ohio does, and that is allow citizens to change the constitution because... It, it it wants to be we want it to be a, a little uh, you know a threshold that's a little bit higher you know and to bring politics in it we don't want it to be California we don't want Ohio to become that the legislatures don't matter anymore and we just have these petitions coming in from outside groups and they change our constitution which is obviously is very difficult to change now a final thought on that is another confusion is this has nothing to do with a referendum. You know, in Ohio, in Ohio law, if we pass a law in Columbus, the citizens have 90 days uh, to put it on the ballot to say we don't like that law. Uh, I'm sure, Kathy, in your days as mayor, you had that 
mm-hmm. in North Royalton. Yes. That is still 50% plus one. If you want to change a statute through init- citizens' initiative, that is still 50% plus one. This is only dealing with the change to the Ohio Constitution, which is a document that sets forth our principles, our beliefs, our values, and should be uh, harder to amend. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're talking to Senator Matt Dolan, and we're talking about issue one and what's coming up in the August election. We're going to take a short break. We'll be back after these words, so don't go away. You're listening to Nick Phillips and Kathy Lux. Kathy Lux, along with Senator Matt Dolan. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Welcome back, Cleveland. Nick Phillips with you with another segment of The Advocate here with um, Kathy. Yes. And also Senator Matt Dolan. And Senator Dolan, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, we're talking about sure. issue one and what's coming up on the, um, the ballot in August. And uh, along those lines, there seems to be a, a public understanding that issue one is somehow related to the abortion legislation that's proposed. Well, can you clear that up for yeah, us? I mean, I think, yeah. So, well, I, I think what's happening is there is, uh, in November, although it has not been officially put on the ballot, it's likely that there is going to be an initiative that will come forth to change the Constitution uh, to put the uh, abortion per- rules in Ohio into our Constitution. Uh, I, you know, I have some serious questions about that in, in and of itself um, and whether that could pass at 50% plus one or at 60. Uh, I, I don't like what that is, and I think there's a reading of that that would say you could have uh, abortion on demand up in, you know, up until point of birth, and that is clearly something I want to prevent from happening. That isn't even on the ballot yet. They're, they're, they're getting petitions, and they'll be determined whether it's going to make the ballot. Again, this in August 8th is saying whether it's that issue coming up in November or any other issue that anyone from either side of the political aisle decides they want to change the Constitution, this is now saying, okay, if we're going to do it through this petition, let's just make you know, a supermajority of the state of Ohio who votes wants to make that change. I mean, it's silly that the argument, this is one person, one vote, or the majority is losing. You know, this this is simply saying uh, we, we want there to be a big consensus around the state of Ohio that this is worthy of change. Remember, if it doesn't pass, if a constitutional amendment doesn't pass because of the 60% threshold, mm-hmm. Nothing changes. It stays exactly, the, you know, Ohio stays exactly the way we are. So it's not like minority is going to dictate what happens. It's simply the supermajority is we want, we want buy-in. We want buy-in from all Ohio to make the change. Will, will the uh, outcome of the uh, August election as to whether or not Ohio is going to have 60% or 50% to, to make that easy, uh, does the outcome of that election indicate uh, how easily it will be for something to come onto this November's election? If you say it's not on November's ballot yet, um, let's say hypothetically that issue one passes. Uh, will the proponents then of any changes to the Constitution for the November election be subject to the new rules of the 60% group? Yeah, that's, that's a great question, Nick. So uh, yes and no. So if ah, good answer. If August 8th, <laughs> yeah, if August 8th elect, uh, passes, then the outcome 
uh, would be 60%. You'd have to get 60% to win. But there is another provision in, in the August 8th election about collecting of signatures and where from Ohio that those signatures need to be collected from. That would not impact any initiative that's trying to get on the November 23 ballot. That portion would not take effect until January of 2024. And that provision just simply is saying, look, if we're going to put a citizen's petition on, we want to make sure there's a, that, that, you know, uh, the uh, citizens throughout Ohio have weighed in and said, yes, we want this. So you need signatures from, uh, 88 counties. Uh, to 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 get it on the petition, so we we just you know you don't want two or three counties to sign you know five thousand signatures and say this is what the state of Ohio wants. But that anyone who's trying to get on the November twenty three election does not that does not impact them. Just the outcome then of the sixty percent versus the fifty percent plus one would change Correct. for the November Correct. election. So, uh, Senator, you know, there is a lot of confusion and misinformation going around out there. I've heard much of it. Um, there's actually a contingent of people saying that this is uh, the government trying to take our guns away. I mean, it's really kind of out there. Um, and I think part of am I correct that the groups pushing this initiative petition are from out of state by and large? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yes. I mean, again, we're because the, the you're talking about the August eighth or what we likely could be on in November. November. The August eighth. The August. Okay, yeah, because the August eighth it came from the legislature. General Assembly passed that mm-hmm. to put it on the ballot. Yeah, I, again, that's not it's not on the ballot yet. They haven't proven they they've gotten valid signatures. But it does feel appear that this is there is a group going around the country putting these types of petitions on the ballot to get to make abortion not just legal but to get it into state constitution. And isn't there uh, a, and so, a, a portion of this bill that would um, that would also impact minor children and parental controls um, and gender issues? Yeah, it's a very broad. Again, the language has not been approved yet, but yeah, it is, this this provision will go way beyond uh, the very difficult question on abortion, which is difficult in and of itself. Right. But it weighs in on parents' rights. It weighs in on gender. It weighs in on timeline for abortion. I mean, it it is uh, a, a vast. It, you know, it, it is a tremendous risk. Uh, that this if this got into our constitution, so the general thought then with regard to issue one is that it's only are we going to make it more restrictive to change the constitution or keep things as they are, and <clears throat> so the um, when people go out there they should really look at it from that standpoint as far as how to um, amend the constitution. So the, the thought is. Uh, is there sort of a prevailing recommendation as to whether or not to tighten up the change procedure or let it stay the way it is? Well, we're going to find out uh, in August. And, you know, 
Yeah, I mean, it is it is the simple question on the Constitution, but I, I don't know that we're limiting it or restricting it. I, I mean, I know that's what the opponents are saying. What we are saying is, if Ohio is going to change its Constitution, we want a supermajority of Ohioans to say this is worthy of going into our Constitution. If it is a bill that's going to go into the revised code, uh, then then it should be like it is at the legislature, 50% plus one. Um, so it's not, I don't see it as restrictive. I see it as it, we want buy-in from, from majority of Ohioans, super majority of Ohioans. We want buy-in that this is worthy of change because when you get 60% of folks to vote for it, it's not likely you're going to see a group next year go, well, we let's have a, another amendment to strip it out of the constitution. You know, Mm-hmm. You, you think about it. If we had these constitutional amendments and they passed fifty-one forty-nine, these groups would be going back and forth, you know, constantly, because we we want a firm statement: we want this or we don't want. This. Our constitution should be treated with some gravity. That's what you're saying, basically. Co- correct. Well, <clears throat> as in all of these. Uh, large philosophical decisions, we have to be aware of what unintended consequences may follow. So uh, we'll think of those, but uh, beside uh, issue one, which is a big issue coming up in August, but uh, as far as uh, the state Senate goes and the state government, uh, we've just been dealing with some budget issues. What's happening there briefly? Yeah, we uh, passed the state budget on June 30th, and I... um, it is a budget that's getting uh, rave reviews from a lot of conservative uh, folks around the country and in the state. You know, first and foremost, it returns money to taxpayers in multiple forms. Your income tax has been cut. If you're a small business, your commercial activity tax uh, has either been cut or has been eliminated altogether. Uh, we have provided the ability for a sales tax renewal, I mean, uh, give back next August. Uh, there'll be a period of time in August 2024 when you go shopping for any any goods or services under $500, you won't pay sales tax on it. Now, again, the press is not understanding that is one-time money that's paying for that. That is not ongoing revenue. So you can't put one-time money into ongoing operations or even income tax cuts because that's not good budgeting. So this is a way to say we want all Ohioans to enjoy uh, the, the revenues that Ohio has been achieving, and this is a way to give it back. We have uh, universal school choice in Ohio now, so we want parents and children and families to decide amongst themselves which is you know where and how to get the best education. Uh, this this is a result of some public schools are failing. This is a result of some public schools are teaching kids in a way families don't want to be taught. So we're giving relief and letting parents choose where they want to go. Now, at the same time, Nick and Kathy, we have provided 1.8 billion new dollars above and beyond what they what they got last uh, year to public education. So universal school choice is for families and parents to decide how their children can get educated. We're going to look, we're gonna have to look into it more into that. But we're going to have to take a short public schools. We're going to have to take a short break, Senator. We'll be right back after these words with Senator Matt Dolan uh, talking about uh, the budget. And we also want to talk a bit about uh, 
what he's finding out on the campaign trail for the U.S. Senate here in Ohio. Don't go away. You're listening to Nick Phillips and... Kathy Lux, stay with us. On The Advocate. We'll be right back. Welcome back, Cleveland. Nick Phillips with you with our final segment of The Advocate here with... Kathy Lux and uh, Senator Pat... Or, I'm sorry, Senator Dolan. Senator Matt Dolan, yes. Uh, Senator Dolan, thank you again for being with us and sharing your thoughts today. Uh, Senator Dolan, State Senator Dolan, is running a very active campaign for United States Senator Matt Dolan. And that election is coming up. And uh, I'm assuming that Senator Dolan is all over the state of Ohio finding out and hearing from people in Ohio what do they want from their state uh, United States senator. Yeah, thanks, Nick. Thanks, uh, Kathy. Yeah, I think I, I think first and foremost, I think you're going to see a majority of Ohioans want somebody to go to Washington and execute on ideas and principles uh, that get things done. And I think what they see is someone in me. I think they're also going to understand that Chair Brown has been there. He's been a senator now for uh, uh, 18 years, and he's been in Congress for 40 years total. And we face challenges and opportunities that he's not addressing, that he's out of step with with Ohioans. I mean, I go, I tell people, I cut taxes. Chair Brown has voted to raise your taxes. I support law enforcement. Chair Brown has voted to defund police. I went to the border. I have a commercial out on the air right now talking about border security and how it impacts Ohio. There's two Ohio sheriffs with me at the border saying, an open border does impact Ohio. I use Sheriff Brown's own words when he says he thinks the immigration border issue is a far-right issue. We are not addressing the problems and challenges that, that America faces. And then there's a practical question of, look, I can beat Sheriff Brown. Uh, I come from the same area as Sheriff Brown. I've, gotten, I've, I've been elected and I've outperformed President Trump by 11%, which means that I can appeal to independent voters. And Nick and Kathy, that's who's going to win this race. Who can appeal to the independent voter with a conservative uh, agenda with beliefs and principles that when get executed, it makes America better again. And that's what we're trying to do. For, for the next number of years for the United States government and the functions of the U.S. Senate, uh, what, what do the voters out there feel are the biggest, say, top two issues? The economy and the border. Without exception, that's what I hear everywhere I go. Obviously, within the economy, there's a subset. I mean, there's the inflation. Uh, there's feeling of job security. Do, do we have it? Uh, there's, there is independent energy. I mean, our gas prices used to be energy independent. Now we're not. And what does that mean? I mean, these, these are foremost on people's minds. It's just the idea of feeling economically secure, uh, law enforcement. Do I feel secure in my neighborhood? And do I, is our nation strong? Do I feel secure in my border? I mean, that, that's what is, is the unease in our state right now. And no one's addressing it. So, no, I mean, Chair Brown is just not dealing with it. Senator. Chair Brown wants to, go ahead, Kathy. Well, I was just going to say, you know, Part of it, I think, and I want to know if you're hearing this, um, people feel as though we should not be so reliant on foreign countries for our medicines, for our manufacturing, um, that it, it, it threatens our security. Can you speak to that? Well, yeah, and I would add, add our energy as well. 
our, mm-hmm. our, our oil and gas. Yeah, I, I, I think there's a there is an understanding that uh, the United States uh, needs to create an environment for manufacturing, whether it be steel, whether it be automobiles, whether it be pharmaceuticals, that we create an environment that is inducive to research, development, and manufacturing here in the United States. And where we can't, where it doesn't make economic sense, then engage with countries that are our allies rather than our economic enemies and, in fact, sometimes our military enemies. So rather than rely on China for a lot of these products, why aren't we engaging with India, with Vietnam, with Indonesia, with some South American countries? That, that's where I think we need to expand uh, our economic reach. And, and, you know, sometimes I hear fellow Republicans talking about the United States should recede and, uh, from the world, and I, I am not for that. I think the United States needs to be a leader in the world and become a leader in the world, not just because you have a strong military presence, but because you have a strong economic presence. Excellent. And that's where I think we can relieve the pressure that we rely on China for so much. Well, there's certainly a whole lot to deal with there. It sounds like you're right on top of it. Senator, State Senator Matt Dolan running for United States Senator, United States Senator Matt Dolan. Uh, Matt, thank you so much for joining us. We'll have to have you on again. We have so much going on constantly. We'll bring you on after the August election. Yes, (laughs) keep us posted. Okay, thanks, Kathy. Thanks, Nick. I appreciate it. You got it. Thank you. Thank you, and thank you for listening today. Uh, we'll be back next week, same station, same time. So between now and then, have a great week. Be healthy and safe. Take care, everybody. Goodbye. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.